unlocked. Jesus unlocked it. I got it. I feel the Holy Ghost. We're not going to preach long because I know y'all ready to get into your new year, right? But we got to make an exit first. We got to make an exit. Whew. We got to make an exit. I'm just grateful to be here. Women of Fire, you guys are amazing. Make some noise for yourself. Can y'all help me celebrate this amazing panel of uh, preachers, leaders? If your pastor's up here, you should be going crazy. Sisters, friends. I'm just grateful I got their phone number. And I can give them all my drama and they listen to me and I am forever grateful for all of them. Thank you for being what I needed in this season. And then again, uh, Pastor Paula took us in. I said, I'm gonna come up here and just say now amen to everything she said, because that was good. But we wanna stand really quickly for the reading of the word. I got about 15 chapters. I'm only gonna read one. We're gonna try to tie them all together. We're gonna go to Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the Holy Ghost though. To everything there, Ecclesiastes 3, to everything there is a, a time for every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant. Let me, let me insert something. A time to plant, comma. A time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill, comma. A time to heal. A time to break up, comma. And a time to build up. A time to weep, comma. A time to laugh. A time to mourn, comma. A time to dance. Verse five, a time to cast away stones, comma. A time to gather stones. A time to embrace, comma, and a time to gain, wait, and a time to lose, a time to keep, comma, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, comma, and a time to sow. I'm going somewhere. A time to keep silence, comma, and a time to speak. Verse number eight, a time to love, comma, and a time to hate, a time of war, comma, and a time of peace. I need you to look at somebody around you. I'm an old school Baptist preacher every now and then. And I like to give a text to my sermon. But today, if I had to pull one from out of my, my lineage, I would say I'm on, uh, I'm on the other side of the comma. I'm on the other side of the comma. Look at somebody else on the left and the right in you and say, I'm on the other side of it. I'm on the other side. You may be seated. I'm on the other side of it. I'm going to talk about verse number seven. A time to tear, comma, and a time to sow. Then there's a time to keep silence, and then there's a time to speak. 
As I was, again, preparing for this, there are several prayer points because whenever I get ready to preach, God gives me prayer points before he ever gives me the actual sermon of what I'm to pray for. But one of the things that God has told me throughout this year is that I am to raise up women and take the muzzle off of their mouth. He has called me at this particular time to speak. Somebody say speak. speak. I was looking at um, just a couple of things that have been happening over um, the course of 2023. Now, I haven't gone into extra study um, in the Hebrew calendar, so that's why I traded places and let Pastor <laughs> be able to do what he knows how to do. But I know that in 2023, I went from being excited about the Lord is my shepherd to being in the valley of the shadow of death. Psalms 23 was my, was my song. I was saying it, screaming it. I'm still screaming some parts of it, yes, because I do believe that he is leading me. He is guiding me. He is my shepherd. He gives me what I want whenever I want it, however I ask for it. He receives that, gives it to me. But there was a time that I have been in over the last couple of months that have completely caused me to be silent. There have been times, and I'm not talking about to the point where I am to speak about what I'm dealing with, but the enemy's desire was to sift me. His desire was to completely uh, bring me to a place where I didn't have complete confidence in myself. He had tried to steal my identity. Not allow me to see, I'm talking about the woman, and I'm going to preach very uh, plain to you this morning, but the woman who stands up and preaches and prophesies, but I was having panic attacks in my, uh, in my hotel room. Okay, y'all don't want to talk and be real with me. I was preaching, praying, prophesying, laying hands on others, uh, but having anxiety attacks uh, before I got ready to get up and minister. I remember on Mother's Day having an assignment at my church, uh, and I got ready to stand up and preach. Uh, and when I turned to the back, everybody was shouting because they thought that I was trying to uh, get myself together because God was touching me. But honestly, I was having a panic attack. And I was saying, God, if you don't speak through me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was trying to catch my breath. I was trying to catch my breath. I'm not saying that that's the way in which you should direct yourself, but I'm saying this, that when God has an assignment on your life, I don't care what type of panic attack tries to stifle you. The word has to come out. God's going to use you in a painful season. Somebody got to preach with me this morning. God's going to use you in a painful season. Sometimes when you don't want to lift your head up, I know him to be now the glory and the lifter up of a bow down. I know him in a different way. You know, it's easy to tell people to do something when you haven't done it. It's easy to tell people to pray about something when you haven't had that same situation. 
And I told my friends, I said, you know what? I won't ever tell people three steps to get you out because I'm telling you them three steps didn't work for me. It took a lot more than me just quoting some scriptures. It took a lot. Y'all ain't talking to me. I had to really give myself over to God. I had to lay down my life so that he could really speak and pour into me. Can I get some in my mic? Can you turn my mic up? Come on. I can't just tell you to pray and I'm not praying. I'm not going to tell you uh, to just quote scriptures when you pray uh, because that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Every now and then you got to shut up uh, and get before the king uh, and let him speak for you. Uh, let him speak through you. Uh, let him speak to you. Uh, Y'all ain't preaching with me. It's a little bit different on the other side of this come. Because on one side, God was pruning me. And there are several of you that, as I read in Ecclesiastes, are on this side of the come. Can I preach to y'all? Because there's the comma. Okay, let me, let me read this real quick. Let me, let me define what the comma does, and then I'll go back. A comma is a punctuation mark, thank you, that represent a short pause. A comma represents a short pause. Okay. While I was in it, I felt like it was eternity. but it was only a small time frame. I was studying the other day and I told this to the, to the members, that, uh, and I said members, these are my friends, uh, in New York and I was telling them, I said, I was looking at Jesus' crucifixion because God has taken me back to the gospel. He said, listen, if you're gonna preach this year, you preach the gospel because that's what's good for salvation. He said, you take people back to the cross, let them see what I did at the cross so that they are able to understand how they got access into here so that they can honor and respect me. So here I am, I was studying, I was asking God, I said, what type of mind do you have to have in order for you to endure the cross like Hebrews 12 says how did you endure the cross and despise the shame come on how, how did you go through that time frame where where you were being beaten where you were being spit on where you were being mocked where they were calling you the king of the Jews even though that was your title come on what 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 what, what did you do what type of mind did you have to have to be that focused so that you could understand that what's happening to me is not going to kill me y'all ain't talking and I began to ask him I said what type of mind was that he said I was focused on the victory okay he understood that on the other side of this temporary chaos I was about to walk into an eternal glory come on somebody I just preached and y'all just missed it what you're going through is only temporary it's only temporary it's not gonna last long it's not going to kill you it's only temporary Bishop, I began to study it a little bit because I was trying to figure something out. I was like, surely God, surely Jesus, you should have gave up. But then God began to say it was the time.
timing. It was a temporary, woo, he said it was just a little temporary setback for a major comeback. And I was like, how is that God? He said, because think about it, how long was the crucifixion? It was only, only one night though, only one day. Okay, y'all ain't talking to me. It didn't last a long time. They whipped him down to Vila. Come on, they went through that. He endured that. But it wasn't a 12-month time period. It wasn't a long time frame. He endured the spit. He endured the cross. He endured all of that. Why? Because he saw you in your sickness. He saw you in your sickness. 2,000 years later, he knew if I take one, whoa, oh my God, if I take one stripe, that's for cancer. If I take another stripe, that's for diabetes. If I take another stripe, that's for your migraines. Hit me one more time. Hit me one more time. I'm doing this for you. It has nothing to do with me. Look at somebody and say, hit me. Hit me one more time. I know you want to quit because somebody talked about you. I know you want to give up because people have been saying things about you. But look at them. Look at your enemy and say, hit me one more time. Because this ain't for me, no way. This is for my neighbor. This is for my children. This is for my children's children. I'm going through this so they won't have to. Temporary, temporary, temporary. Look at somebody and say it's only temporary. It's only temporary. It won't last long. He, he stayed focused. You thought you were pulling my skin off, but I was allowing blood to seep out. Okay. I'm about to roll on this floor. They thought that they were about to kill you, but blood came out. And that blood that was shed 2,000 years ago is the same blood that's still in existence today. The blood, the blood, oh, the blood of Jesus. That same blood is still working. It's still working. It's still working. Somebody got to say it's still working. Come on. It's still working. I know you heard my testimony. Uh, you heard my testimony. But you understand that that testimony brought thousands of people out. Uh, so I need you to know that what you went through 10 years ago is working for your family now. And it's going to work for generations to come. You didn't endure that for no reason. Look at somebody and say, hit me one more time. He was able. <laughs> oh, I wish I had some stuff like my friends. My friends be having all kind of doors and stuff. They ain't got all that. But I wish I had a cat of nine tails. I wish, I wish, I wish. So you could see. Well, we can just go to the scripture. It says he was bruised for my iniquities. 
the, the iniquity is that sin that we can't see. It's the stuff that you wrestle with in your flesh that you can't get rid of, y'all. It was temporary dissatisfaction for him, but it still worked throughout eternity so that when you had anxiety, you could cast your cares upon him because he's big enough to carry all the stuff that you feel like you can. Those iniquities now, you can take them and nail them to a cross so you can release them. You can empty yourself of them. You don't have to have them because he was already bruised for that. Because somebody said it was just temporary, it was just one day. I know it feels like nine months. No, it feels like 10 months. It's just been a couple of months and it's gonna be working for you. I said, God, what kind of mind did you have to have? He said, I was focused on the victory. And the second thing is, you might wanna write this down. I knew who I was. I'm gonna throw my microphone and go run for myself because I just told you he tried to steal my identity. He tried to strip me and not allow me to know who I was in the battle, in the pressing, in the crushing. But watch this, Jesus understood who he was. Okay. <clears throat> See, when they were trying to crucify him, they didn't realize he was 100% man and 100% God. I told y'all I'm about to throw the mic. Because who they were killing was the 100% man. But they didn't understand that there was a God in him. There's a God in me. There's a God in me. You can take down this flesh. You can mess with my flesh, but you can't mess with my spirit. Woo! The greater one, the greater one lives on the inside of me. The greater one. Kill my flesh, throw stones at it. You may deteriorate this body, but my spirit is going to God. Can somebody shout? I'm, I got God in me. I've got God in me. I told y'all, y'all, y'all sitting by the wrong neighbor. Oh. I can't, what in the world? <laughs> I love y'all. I need you to understand something. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you for my demonstration. But watch this. This was a weapon that they used and they made it out of man's hands. But according to the scripture, because the word works on our behalf, watch this. Oh God. That no. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw this thing. Y'all ain't talking. Lie on me. Talk about me. Tear about me. Give me a sickness. 
from me. No weapon. Anxiety. No weapon. One of the nine. No weapon. Panic attacks. No weapon. I ain't gonna panic. I'm gonna praise. I need you to No weapon. Somebody need to touch your neighbor and shake them and say no weapon. It can form, but it won't prosper. This can touch my flesh, but it can't touch my spirit. It can touch my flesh. But you can't stop my irabasso, my irabasso, my irabasso, my irabasso, yamani irabasso, rabasso yandayas. Come on, find you three people and say, I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I know who I am. It can touch my flesh, but you can't mess with your spirit. Somebody ought to pray in the Holy Ghost right there. Come on, use your weapon. 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 They don't know what they're doing. That's what you need to do to your haters. Woo! Forgive. Because they really don't know who you are. Because when I come back from this, when I get up, when I get up out of this grave, when I get up out of this grave, When I get up out of this grave, hell is in trouble. <laughs> Bishop Winnie, they ain't know. Where's Torn at? They didn't know what they thought was a temporary demotion was really promotion. Demotion means to go down. <laughs> he did go down. He just didn't stay there. <laughs> he went down 
just a little while. <laughs> let him put a rock. He went down, Bishop, and he let him put a rock in front of the grave so that he couldn't get out. Come on, they let him, they let him they do it. They put all this stuff on him. They buried him and left him for dead. But when I was studying, I said, God, what did you do when you died, when you were buried? Of course, you know, he went and got keys. Oh. <laughs> okay, y'all miss it. This last season of hell that you just went through, you gonna come out with some keys. Scripture, they that wait 
You may be down for a minute, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew your strength. Then you're going to mount up <laughs> on wings like that of an eagle. Demotion turned into promotion. that happened the transition that happened for transformation he was no longer in the flesh suit they started looking around when he came back they was like is that Jesus even Thomas was like is that you he was like you're not even gonna look the same They gonna try to figure out, is that really you, Eva? Zion Judah, is that really you? I thought you were dead. I thought you had lost your life. I thought you had lost your mind. Is it you? Watch this. All things new. We're about to go into a new year. You're about to take off those old garments. <laughs> I got to give it to you how he gave it to me. And I'm going to run out of here. I'm going to rename y'all in about 10 minutes. Five minutes, three minutes. <laughs> He went back and ascended in the spirit, watch this. Came back with a whole new suit. And God told me to tell you 
that these light afflictions are but for them, but they're working for me a far more and exceeding weight of glory. You're about to put some weight on. You're about to be a, a glory girl. You're gonna walk in the glory. The glory's gonna tell the story. <laughs> you ain't gonna have to testify. The glory is gonna speak for you. The glory is gonna speak. I'm a glory girl. I'm waiting. He put some weight on me. Now you can't shake me. Now you can't knock me over. Cause I'm waiting, girl. Blow if you want to. Talk about me if you want to. Lie on me if you want to. I got glory on me. I'm just saying, who want the glory? <laughs> All things work together. I got I got five minutes. I need you to run to this altar. If you're ready to lay down those weights and pick up his weight. Lay down his weight, those weights, and pick up this weight. Because this is for a weighty glory. I'm on the other side of the comma. On the other side, I was quiet. But he took the muzzle off my mouth. And he said, speak. Because you got something to say. Watch this. Hold the mic for, hold it for a second, watch this. God told me, y'all keep clapping, keep clapping, watch this. <laughs> God told me this, when we unmute you, <laughs> the enemies tried to turn your volume down because of your story, because of the sin, and because of the sacrifice that you made. But we got a line for them. <laughs> We gonna say, turn my mic up. Put some volume in my mic. My frequency is intimacy. My frequency is intimacy. I'm tuned in to the Father. Turn my mic up. We want the glory. Can y'all come? I just want y'all to line up behind me.
you can say you see the glory on their lives. <laughs> if I would have passed a mic, they all got a story. Okay, I put my shoes on. You got yours off? Yeah, I lost, almost lost my life in this outfit. I wasn't planning on preaching in this, but hey, their story will speak for you. And I'm not talking about stories from years ago. I'm talking about just from 2023. But they are your prophetic sign of what it looks like to overcome. And they're still here with their hands up. They're still dancing. They're still praising. They still got their mouths open, their heads up to God. Their glory is gonna tell their story. I had to put them here so that you can see where you're coming. Come on. Whatever you see, whatever you behold, you can become. I sat out in the audience afraid of my voice. I hated my voice. Everybody was always asking me, did I have sinus? Was I sick because of the way my voice sound? It's just raspy. And I'm loud. So I didn't want nobody to hear me because my voice was raspy, I was loud. And people would be like, can you turn her mic down? Everywhere I go, turn her mic down. The Lord told me a long time ago that he gave me a mouth to pierce hell. loud enough to drive demons out. <laughs> but I need you to know, don't be afraid of anything that God made, because everything he made, he turned around and said it was good. So lift your hands. I want to do impartation here, because it's, it's a lot of y'all. Do you see him? It's a bunch of them, ain't it? Jesus. Pastor Devin, where you get all these people from? And they're hungry. Lift your hands. I'm going to use y'all one more time. If you'll come closer to the stage, to the front. No, wait, y'all. See, wait, y'all ready. Y'all back up just a little bit so they can come down to you because there is an impartation, we're gonna lay hands and go. Tap and go. So try to not fall out of this. Stand up under it.